0: Now entering the Bitcoin Podcast network.
1: Yeah. Welcome to the Bitcoin Podcast. we in our Bitcoins, we got them, acquire never sell. But we'll catch us rolling deep like a down. Bitcoin cryptocurrencies. three guys faded talking bitcoin no fee that's the free bitcoin podcast insane and adoption is still the only thing 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 that matters main hey everybody
2: welcome to the Bitcoin Podcast, episode one hundred and ninety-three. I'm your first host, Marcello, and I'm host number two,
0: D. Man, y'all are extra excited tonight for a midweek.
3: <laughs> no, like he he let in like Ray Charles there. Hey everybody,
2: I'm gonna make a do. Hey, we, dude. Do, do, do you know <laughs> who our guests are this this episode? We got to bring in the energy. Yeah. Um, it's uh not Igor, but it's
3: someone who looks like they should be named Igor, and uh, I'm sorry, that was rude. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah, that was pretty um, damn rude. <laughs>
3: well wait a second, who's being mean here? Because now you're saying Igor is just the name Igor is rude to we're say
0: doing, that people are not doing this. Igor. We're not doing this. See, we. See, was Oleg. Slippery smoke. Feel better. Thank, right, Terry Michaels, he also looks like out. an Oleg,
2: very
3: appropriately. He looks very much like an Oleg. Um, take that as you, will, audience. Um, Chala, tell them who our sponsors are, and then tell them where more information can be.
2: Yeah, don't skip ahead. This is only going to take ten seconds. Don't skip ahead. All right, new format. <laughs> I'm timing This episode is brought to you by MyCryptoBookmaker.eu i c o and trade.io. If you want to hear more about them, stick around at the end of the show. We'll tell you about it. You made it. But this, this particular episode, uh, I don't know if you guys want to talk about it, but I kind of want to talk about it. Coinbase right. is introducing crypto assets in the quote-unquote near future. And I want to know... That. Actually. What... What do you guys think are going to be
0: added? I think right, let me let me uh, let me let me clarify this. I read their announcement. Their announcement said we are implementing the standard on our backend for enabling all ERC twenty tokens. That means mm-hmm. that they are making it easy to add ERC twenty tokens onto their platform. They then clarified that this does not specify which ERC-20 token, that is any of those tokens that are built on top of Ethereum, we are going to add to our platform. So I would like to make sure this is, sure, speculate all you want. This doesn't mean Coinbase is adding all or a lot of ERC-20 tokens. It's only saying that we're making our backend capable of adding them quickly, which is, I think, an awesome thing. It is a massive boon for Ethereum and anything that's trying to build an EVM-compatible blockchain. But it doesn't mean they're going to add all of them, so we can't go crazy here. Um, I would imagine that the assets that they do add in the near future will all be ERC-20 tokens, which means that they're all based in Ethereum. My... Personal opinion. They wouldn't be adding that type of functionality unless they're planning on trying to vet a lot of the tokens that currently exist on Ethereum and then adding them to the platform to make their exchange much more robust. Go.
2: They have to add a token. They have to add a token where the token is close to having a product out, like Fun or Bat. It can't just be some speculative token that just has a nice
3: one. I think that. I think you both are noobs for calling it ERC-20 and the entire media scope is a noob because three months ago they changed it to EIP-20 and EIP, it's, it's Ethereum Improvement Protocol uh, for both of you noobs. Um, but what I, what I will say is that um, I don't know if that change was official.
0: It's a, it's a standard. What I'm trying to say standard. is standard.
2: What tokens do we buy to get rich? That's what I'm trying to say. Go. <laughs> a, let's are... just cut through the bullshit here and let's get. Do I buy down. a lot of bat now so I can have a Lambo later? Yes or no?
3: What do um, I do? Dude, we're not gonna give information like that. That that goes against wow. the that goes against our disclaimers, right? yeah I don't but it isn't what it, no I'm kidding I, I just had this conversation with JJ and Alec over on by herself we recorded earlier psych it came out on Tuesday you guys listened to it on sorry on Wednesday you guys listened to it yesterday um I, I gave I even said all um, I was totally forthcoming I said hey I own the ones that I think are gonna go but the ones that I think they're gonna go are the ones the long the longest standing project uh the experience on the team is sound the problem they're trying to solve is there and real and they have a real solution um so i'm willing to put my neck my skin in the game i said bad i said status i said goal those are the three that i said on buy or sell what the hell as like what i think if they were to add to their exchange and coinbase is an exchange um i thought those would be the three strongest tokens if the market changes, I on what that is there, I'm
0: in trouble. And Omise
3: oh go. Huh? Omise oh, I say Omise oh, oh, oh
0: right. Omise. Oh, I stopped listening it when you started saying EIP two. stuff. I started researching on whether or not it's called EIP or ERC. So y'all keep talking. I'm going to make sure that you're, what you're saying <laughs> is right. I see
3: the dedication in your eyes in even the 80s the montage. The EIP,
0: even like, the EIP, which is the Ethereum Improvement Protocol um, in the GitHub, calls them ERC20 tokens.
2: Nobody makes it? Corey bleed his own blood.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Get on my level, bro. It's an ERC twenty. Wait. It's a standard. The standards why, are usually called ERCs. I'm finding well, out the it's... reason why it's called ERC. I'll get back to that. Y'all keep talking about shitty things to improve upon.
2: Wait, Lambo's Lambo. We don't just talk about
3: shitty things, Corey. I am offended. Oh. oh. Hey, how about that. Uh, um no, no, that no. Cloud um, Act. What about it? I mean you you can't stop a government from being a government unless you like exercise your rights or whatever. But everybody's too damn busy being grown to exercise their rights. So moving along, Cloud Act passed, they're gonna be uh spying on us, who cares?
2: Um Yeah, but <laughs> Well, the one thing I wanted to touch on is, like, this whole Facebook uh, get away from my data thing. But the the Cloud Act says that uh, the U.S. government is allowed to grab any data, regardless of if, it, if it's a U.S. persons or not, no matter where it's stored. So I thought we were making strides in, like, the data privacy situation. But it seems like that's a step back.
1: Yeah.
3: I think it is a step back. I I think maybe there needs to be like another tiny little hierarchy on top of what is it? Pavlov's hierarchy. Like. Yeah. To adjust to the way things have to how far things have come since he came up with that hierarchy, but maybe on the tippy tippy top, there's like a new hierarchy of like uh, things that you need to be responsible for in order to secure your digital existence. Maybe there's a digital existence hierarchy of needs that some psychologist needs to make.
2: And it needs to be popular. That's really good. I would actually be open to that.
3: So can I just coin it? Ferguson's hierarchy of digital needs. And then I come up with five random things. And then I go find a psychologist to get behind it. Pay him enough for the sake of science. And then we have a thing. Yeah, and then sell it to Andreas. No, I'm not to sell anything to Andreas. He doesn't buy anything. That's the That's hardest true. man to sell something to in the world.
2: Corey, are you done? Sell to yep. Corey,
3: this is the time to research you do before a show.
0: Oh, you can't bring shit up. He's Charlie's Strong. Sorry. Anyway, so ERC, <laughs> I didn't listen to a word y'all just said for the past five minutes. ERC stands for Ethereum Request for Comments. And it usually refers to a standard of some sort where everyone comes together on doing the same protocol. So an EIP will have a ERC standard. It's, a, it's like a track oh. of Ethereum improvement protocol. So the ERC-20 so is a standard of how to do a fungible token. There you go.
3: I am the noob.
0: You are the noob. Get mm. on my level, bro.
3: You copy, just found bro. that out.
0: You yeah, but just I knew me. that it was called ERC-20, and then you just like tried to call me out and say it's not called that. So it doesn't work that way. I was right. You are wrong.
3: Hey, man. I'm glad I pushed you to the point where you can improve yourself to perfection.
0: So what's up with and
3: this? That's what I
0: do. Dimitri's hierarchy <laughs> of the the slack. Needs?
3: Yeah, because I feel like as humanity has become hyper-civilized, we now have this digital existence that is here. And it's not going away and it's just somehow some when humanity took a point when on the internet we stopped caring about anonymity anonymity and we just put our identity out there we now have this digital existence and this analog existence and now there's a hierarchy of needs for an analog existence but is there a hierarchy of needs for a digital existence there isn't maybe someone should make one and then people would start that that responsibility that you talk about so often on how to be responsible in a digital world. Maybe that'll be just a natural behavior that's studied throughout time and people just like understand like, oh, if I upload this picture to Instagram, I no longer own it. Or if I upload this snap to Snapchat, if I get my snap on, I don't own those snaps. It's not like those snaps. Hey guys, I own these snaps.
2: We're, we're we're not pioneers in that thought. If you So if you Google hierarchy needs for digital existence, there's like articles from 2010 saying we need it. Mm-mm. Well, I said it first. Actually,
0: I'll tell you this much: that 2010 was before <laughs> the blockchain, and since you couldn't really own digital rights very well pre-blockchain, then whatever you're reading is garbage.
2: Uh, pre-blockchain, they they outlined it for your basic web analytic tools and error monitoring systems. So that is garbage. That's old news. Anyway, good job, D. I'm, I'm open to that. Yep, it's another one, one of my bangers. Put it in
3: the box of a thousand dead ideas. Digital hierarchy, <laughs> digital hierarchy of the hierarchy of digital uh, digital needs.
0: Maybe somebody one of um, our listeners will make it a thing and then uh, call it that for yeah. you. I would in hope that honor.
3: somebody scrubs through all of my dead ideas and turns them into reality
0: someday. Man, if someone and scrubbed through all your dead sense. ideas, they would be, they'd be a lost soul. Just like wandering through the wasteland that is Dimitri's dead ideas.
3: Well, it only takes one good idea, Corey. It
0: yeah, but you, it's like, how much shit can you trudge through?
3: But this idea one <laughs> good idea. idea. This podcast was a good one.
0: You're right. It was I a agree. joint
2: idea. But it's a Shawshank Redemption was, to get through your ideas and finally Shawshank get one. Shawshank Redemption.
3: That's all it
0: takes. I'm not terribly sure that's a good analogy. I've never seen Shawshank Redemption, but yeah, I hear it's he, pretty bad.
3: He he crossed through never shit seen Shawshank to redemption? get freedom. No. He crawls through shit to get freedom. It's the best
2: analogy of life ever. Oh, well, that's the on-point analogy.
0: You're right. That was an on-point analogy.
3: soft shake redemption of crypto crawling through these dead okay. ideas. Um, well, uh, we should probably so, those are some points. The ERC 20 thing was kind of big for Coinbase, everybody saw it coming, but Coinbase does what's right in an industry where doing what's right isn't super duper valued sometimes. People just like to do for the sake of doing I was just listening to an interview recently with Zuko where he was somebody asked him like hey you've created something that can help criminals do what criminals do and he was like not my chair not my problem (laughs) and I was like wait I mean you kind of have to think about the ramifications of that but Coinbase takes their time they do things slow they get they ask for permission instead of forgiveness and look at them they're on top of the world they're on Silicon Silicon Valley's startup sequence. What's the I name of that
0: HBO? I watched that. It's called Silicon Valley, really. Yeah. Um and yeah, I watched that last night. It's really good. It has nothing to do with with uh Coinbase, but it's like Coinbase has gotten big enough to where they are on the, on the like notable businesses of the entry cartoon video that is Silicon Valley. Yep. And um oh, and arguably the whole idea of season... Three and or four and five or whatever this season it is in the previous season is building Ethereum. So that'll be yeah, interesting.
3: That's that's what they're doing
0: essentially. Yeah, they're building. I watched like both. Of spoiler alert! <laughs> yeah. Oh
3: the whole, shit, the, whole idea, the whole
0: idea, the whole idea of the of this season and and last season was trying to build Ethereum. Yeah.
2: You think they will be about eating, that uh, alert, cameos?
0: That'd be uh, the Vitalik Vitalik will show
3: him. up. I, be. bet, I bet. Going, if, I bet it's one of those things he'd be in.
0: Yeah, I could see that. I could see Vitalik making a cameo. Yeah.
3: Um, another spoiler alert for you guys uh, the Avengers are going to beat Thanos, just in case you were wondering.
0: Nobody cares. Not in this movie.
3: No, not. Spoiler alert The Good Terminator helps us beat the robots.
2: Anyways, let's get to let's get to the interview. Joe, you want to bring him in? Yeah. Yeah, we're going to get technical on this one. So, spoiler alert, Kinda. don't drive while you listen to this. Yeah, cuz <laughs> it's so exciting you might veer <laughs> off the road. Anyway, two of the, two of the smartest guys working in blockchain technology today, we got BitFury Groups Alex Petrov and Emercoins Oleg covaco they join us in the studio uh alex is the chief information officer at bitfury he's got 35 years of experience in information technology and he serves as an advisor to Emercoin. Emercoin is introducing a new kind of blockchain that offers a wide range of services and solutions across all industries so it's a
0: good one Corey likes it don't get and it twisted there. this is this is a this is all about Emercoin. They they tried their hardest to make this about Ambercoin. That's what this is about, so... Yeah.
3: Okay. Well, uh... Spoiler alert, the big robots win in Pacific Rim. Here,
2: here it is. Alright, guys, today we're here with uh, Bitfury Group's Alex Petrov and Ambercoin's Oleg. Uh, Alex is the chief Information officer at Bitfury. He has more than 35 years of experience in information technology. And uh, we have a lot to talk about because uh, Oleg is a world class expert in cryptography, community security, just years and years and years of experience. So uh, thank you both for being here today. You're welcome. I guess we could start off by, uh, I guess, you know, I kind of told our audience that you guys have a lot of. uh, you know, experience as a, you know, former IT security auditor, uh, business processes optimizer, crisis manager. I mean, you guys wear many hats, but maybe kind of give us uh, a short overview of kind of your experience and how you kind of uh, ended up where you are today in this crypto space.
4: So uh, I'm joined the bit company almost then. before the company was found. And before bit I was uh, taking care about some communication company like Chief Information officer, my chief technical officer. I was also working like security auditor for almost 10 years. And before I was launching a lot of different startups and taking care about the different businesses, optimizing their processes, really very deep into the details and optimizing the businesses from the administrative side, from the paperwork side. So I know how it's working internally, but I'm all like... Still, the technical things, and like the Oleg, I also have the expertise in cryptography, in encryption, in IT security, and also Unix administration, all the technical things. Oleg?
5: Okay, as uh, you say about myself, uh, all my experience is uh, related to IT, and I used to work in the Digital Equipment Corporation for a long time. Uh, after I uh, used to work for US government in the uh, biotechnology, after I moved to finance and after I joined to Emercoin project. In the Emercoin project, I introduced some uh, technologies, bundle of technologies which Emercoin uh, uh, make, uh, make for Emercoin some distinctive feature how Emercoins is uh, different from another cryptocurrencies. And uh, now we're working together. To uh, expand our projects, for to deliver our technology to the world.
0: Great. There's a lot of there's a lot of really good places we can take this this conversation. I'm not terribly sure which way I, I want to go. I think maybe starting with with BitFury and kind of the mining side. We don't get to actually talk with a good portion of uh of miners, especially such as large as such as large as BitFury. How of how has you seen quite a bit. Over the time, over the past few years, how this space has changed. Can you give us some insight to how, what the, what the lens of a mining company views as all of these changes have taken place?
4: So, first of all, uh, the Bitfree is not the, just the mining company. Right now, Bitfree is a group of companies. And one of the directions, what they already spent the time in, had, they had approximately 150 people working on software projects. Uh, also, since the beginning, the bit was looking over market and the checking for very interesting projects and the investing on the blockchain projects on the market. So you you know BitGo, so he was participating in investing in Go, we was investing in Woodstock, uh, we was also investing in supporting the Abra and many, many other projects well known. So, it's nothing different for Bitfree, and they realized the Emercoin potential like two or three years ago. But initially, Emmercoin was looking even for themselves. If I am absolutely correct, they, it, at the beginning, Emmercoin was uh, even positioned like biology project. But lately, they changed direction. And they have constantly a lot of different conversation with Oleg about the technical sides, about very interesting problems existing in Bitcoin blockchain, in different blockchain, how different projects are functioning. They also discussing a lot about the economy. I have also economical education, and this is the point what I was trying to explain for, for Oleg. And in result, they, after sometimes they realized the Emmercoin te- uh, team did a great work, but the Emmercoin doesn't find the real customers and they doesn't spend a lot of time for marketing. And then they need also a lot of additional expertise just to move their great project forward. And this is what the Bitfury did. So they finding the interesting project and they help teams to make it real product
0: all right so what, what,
3: more than cool. just uh more than just mining nowadays bitfury is doing a little bit of everything and i see i taking a look at you know a property rights registry transaction processing for both private and public blockchains so i mean there's a lot of i want to know if, but from a mine, from a mining perspective it seems like kind of like what you guys did before you started branching out into other things um is it extremely difficult for a miner when these protocol changes take place? Like, you know, we had Segwit last year. It looks like the Lightning Network is coming on. Is it hard on you guys or no. on your mining wing?
4: Absolutely no. So I spend also a lot of my personal time even helping and propagating and explaining how Segwit work. So, I constantly communicating with all different teams on the market. So, I know even Bitcoin Cash teams, they also meeting the Bitmain. And personally, they also had a lot of conversation with Jihan. So, sure, the competitors on the market, but this is not the barrier just for normal discussion. So, SegWit is a great huge platform, so and not a lot of people are really understand how a Segwit working, but the SegWit optimizing transaction, decreasing their size, and providing the better flexibility and expansion comparing just to block size increase. Uh, why? So the um, Segwit working on three different levels. It's optimizing the amount of the average input and outputs in the transaction. And it's also uh, allowed to optimize and decrease the size of the transactions. And in result, it can provide like exponential, more higher growth in transaction amounts of of processing transaction amounts comparing just the block size increase. The second point, SegWit also provide very great and solid platform for future ex- extension, like short Signature, like MUST, RAI3 contracts, and so on. The Lightning is also part of the things what the SegBit allowed to implement more easily. And before it was spent also a lot of time researching, publishing the documents, and even the helping to uh, develop the Lightning project by itself. So we hire five different persons who never worked for B3 before, and dedicate dedicated team exactly for developing the Lightning solution. So you know the Elizabeth from Lightning Club. Mm-hmm. We help them to just make all the solution real. So they organized a meeting and the guys hired by Bitfury helped them to implement and design the first implementation of the Lightning by itself. Maybe East, uh, you also missed the point. Uh, the Bitfury was designed the routing for, uh, for Lightning Network because uh, no one before even thinking about the routing in Lightning Network. The Lightning by itself is a very complex thing, but without routing, you cannot just build the network and propagate the transaction, build all the channels and so on. And Bitfree also brought the technical documentation and suggest uh, the flower routing protocol for Lightning. You can check the news and see it was published in two thousand six and two thousand nine. And on this free side, you can check the research. We have also published a lot of research about the block size, about the segwit, about the lightning, about the flower routing, about difference between proof of stake, proof of work. And this is what the Bitcoin 4 is constantly doing. They're researching and they also publishing a lot of statistics. And also not just the technical statistics, but also economical statistics. Yeah, what you, kind of and how it's working? If you, if
0: you look at if you look at the, the um, even just the medium um, blogs that y'all put out for Bit Theory, they've been uh, prolific and really helpful for a very long period of time. And so I think a lot of those could even back up what you just said. Um, and I'm curious to know between both of you, Alex and Oleg, like, like what. Where do we stand today in terms of difficulties in blockchain? Like, what what are the problems that you're trying to solve now that you see being faced, and a lot of the things that you're one producing solutions for, or investing in, or seeing as in, in, the, in the production systems that you currently have?
4: So, talking about the difficulty role in the Bitcoin, it's a normal point. So. The more miners came, the more higher difficulty grow up, but the mining is also about the optimization. It's optimizing the expenses and all the concurrency work between the miners, all the evolution uh, from CPU, FPGA, GPU, and ASIC about lowering the cost. Not a lot of people are thinking from this point of view, but miners, practically because of concurrency of market, they optimizing the operational cost for end user to use the existing infrastructure for transaction processing. <laughs> the fee, what you're paying, is practically covering the writing additional transactions in the end of a blockchain, and this writing down the additional transactions also required processing from the miner's side. And if the miner can perform the same work using the less electricity in the more optimal way, it's meaning the user can pay even lower fee to add new transactions. And it just like it normal things would happen on the real market. They have three different groups of people. they all trying to use the same Bitcoin or Emir coin infrastructure just to successfully solve their own task. But they also have their own things, what they need to do. The miners performing transaction processing, the people who are supporting the full nodes, they're supporting the infrastructure. And if you're just the business or using the blockchain, so you need to install the full node just to connect and normally communicate with existing network. And at the same moment, you're also donating for infrastructure. And absolutely the same, like the miner can optimize their operational cost and their CapEx cost. The full node supporters, if they can decrease their full node's operational cost, they can also help for network. And the user, they're just using the network. So if you're using like mobile wallet, SPV wallet, you're keeping just Bitcoins or coins, you're using existing infrastructure, and you're trying to protect your own interest. If a network can function properly, you're interested to use it, if you absolutely agree with all rules, so you still continue to use them, the existing infrastructure. And it's creating like natural equilibrium and ecosystem. And the Emir coin, how I'm looking on the Emercoin, has very great potential just to fill the space like Bitcoin filling space uh, network for financial transactions because the Bitcoin was initial designed like network for financial transactions. You can use, sure, you can use the Bitcoin for, the, for additional uh, like features for additional use. For example, performing timestamping. But the Emerald coin has absolutely different idea. It's a blockchain for small services, for technical services. If you would like to control the SSL certificates, there is no need to use the Bitcoin. If you'd like to perform time stamping, then the Emercoin can be more cheaper realization. Because then you're using time stamping in the Bitcoin, you're practically encoding the information. You're trying to encode the hash of a document into the financial transaction, and in result, it's taking six, seven times, 12 times more space, and you extra paying for a simple uh, timestamping transaction. The Emmercoin using the emergent mining, it's meaning you doesn't need to create a separate minor infrastructure just to support the Emir coin. It has absolutely the same difficulty like the Bitcoin, but you can take the more cheaper timestamp transactions.
0: Can you explain, one of you, like, the, I, Emmercoin's been around for a long time. It's been around for ever since, I think, Ethereum started. And yeah, four I'm, or five years ago. I'm quite curious as to what is the main technological difference? Because it is, it is a fork of Bitcoin. I'm assuming that also means it is a UTXO set-based um, blockchain. What's the main technological difference that differentiates it? itself from one bitcoin and the problems you just mentioned with how it operates and something like ethereum that has a smart contract system in a turing complete language because Emercoin does not have a turing complete language and it boasts that for security reasons like what what is it that makes it able to perform these technological tasks that you say that it does while maintaining its security
4: so uh, first of all, then the talking about the uh, Ethereum. The Ethereum network uh, was initially designed for smart contracts. If Bitcoin was designed for uh, financial transactions for assets, so the Emercoin was designed exactly for smart contracts. It's not like the value storage. The Emercoin mm-hmm. uh, was. Initially, also looking how they can solve what they can do. And he was discussing a lot with Oleg about the even financial transactions and they optimize a lot of the things what the Bitcoin doesn't have, even, even Bitcoin doesn't have right now. And this is a great point. So they optimize the transactions, they optimize a lot of things what the Bitcoin is still not doing efficient, efficiently. But they was looking what kind of a solution the Emmer coin can provide. Then you're saying the Emmer coin is just a fork. Uh, most of the altcoins they oh, are fork of a Bitcoin. I don't
0: mean that yeah. as a diminutive term. I mean it is it's based on the UTXO set, and I'm curious yeah, but... as to what you've added on to it. But just a fork is is not a negative connotation to what it what it is. It's just a matter of that's where the a good maybe idea of the infrastructure came from and then added on to. I'm curious about that added on part that expands the feature set of Bitcoin.
4: Yeah, you're right. So the people right now are adding like the more negative it's in the forks. But okay. For me, I think it's a it's a great point. So in GitHub, then you, then you're making it working for a project, it's also like helping the project also to realize what it's really useful. So, and from this point of view, I think all all the forks from Bitcoin, it's also like really describing what the Bitcoin did really great work. Mm -hmm. But all the altcoins, even they are so different. So they, they, they really can provide the, very interesting things. So I checked them a lot. But the one point, what is real market and real use and real work is requiring for all the projects, if you don't find the real market, if you does not find the real users, if mm-hmm. you don't find the real economy, it's very hard to support the project. So it's only your own enthusiasm just to spend a lot of hours just to attract the developers and it's very hard to support it for for example the name coin so the name coin by itself it's really nice idea how to realize the dns on the blockchain but the name coin after years they, they cannot support the project it doesn't have any more developers there is almost zero changes and this is a great issue. The small things, the small services, if you're not groping them properly, they cannot survive, because it doesn't have enough resources just to support the project. And this is what the Emercoin did. So they put the DNS and the Emercoin, but they also combined the small projects in the Emercoin together. And it's meaning if you're using like just the DNS, or just SSL, or just SSH, it's providing an out interest uh, for a project and an out support for a project just to support all the bro- blockchain together. It has a much bigger chance to survive. And I think it's a great point because you can support some services just like additionally. So if you're supporting PDNAS, so you can still support the SSL and SSH or timestamping or digital proof of ownership like EmberCoin do. And it's much easier to support them by groups. It's like combining some kind of work in one place. I wanted to
2: touch on, uh, oh, D, you go ahead. No, you go ahead. Go for it, I wanted to give Oleg uh, an opportunity to talk about uh, Emmercoin, I was curious about the pilot projects because I saw some big news with Coca-Cola or even partnering with governments to launch some projects. So I want to know if you could talk a bit about the wide array of ambitious goals or maybe even the novel solutions going on aside from what Alex
5: touched upon earlier. Okay, let me answer. Um, when we started Evercoin we clearly understanding for this is so difficult to compete with Bitcoin or another cryptocurrency in the money area. So our idea was initially to create a robust platform for non-monetary services. It's, uh, for instance, if you can see Ethereum, even their smart contract, anyway, this is just payments. It's uh, payment go, go this side or that side or amount uh, distributed, so on. Uh, our uh, service is so far from uh, payments. Uh, Alex uh, provide good example like Namecoin. Namecoin is uh, blockchain-based system, which provide non-monetary service, DNS is not monetary. And we decided to go this way. So we apply DNS, SSL, SSH, uh, phone systems, uh, digital pool of ownership, and so on, so the uh, total 11 services, and uh, for uh, provides the service for uh, business. Use, must, can use the service first. We must have a robustness platform. It uh, must be secure, it must be safe, because otherwise it's just uh, toys. So, uh, our initial uh, attention to st- stabilize this platform is many ways. So, we make uh, many negative backs over the system, and uh, we make uh, big attention to system security and uh, have this result. Almost uh, five years, system works without crash, without any problem. It's, uh, I think it's uh, good. And of course, uh, if uh, business decide which platform uh, he would like to use, of course, uh, he select platform which works. And uh, the after, first it must work, and the after you you can see feature, you can see price, and you can see anything. First, uh, it, it must work, and uh, I think uh, this is our uh, distinctive feature, and this is uh, our way to real business to real economy.
0: I think that's that's interesting, and it, and it, I think to sum up what the both of you have said in terms of the ambitions of Evercoin is that Bitcoin kind of laid itself out with the motive of being a financial network. It's something that to kind of people that have money. Ethereum set out to be the network of contracts, of the logic behind who gets to get what money under what conditions. And EmberCoin seems to be moving in the route of um, almost like secure communication protocols of the way the internet works and properly incentivizing those things. So you have the decentralized versions of SSH, SSL, things like that, DNS, yeah. that the computers are using to yeah. communicate with each other instead of going yeah. with the other routes that other, other people are doing. I'm curious as to what's the purpose of the coin in this, in this infrastructure?
5: So, okay, let's let again answer. Uh, our coin is like, you can consider like a license unit in the system. So, as uh, same as you, uh, for instance, buy some license for some software or something, something. And Emercoin is coins. What is doing when people su- support the system, support this blockchain with, with mining, with minting, they earn coins. So they provide uh, to blockchain uh, to help of blockchain their service, and uh, blockchain make rewards them. Another people or organization who use the service, who expand blockchain, who consume resources, they burn the coins. They destroy coin. So this coin seems like uh, people who uh, provide service generate uh, this. Uh, uh, um, you, uh, uh, license tokens. People who use the service, they use this license, license tokens. And uh, in this way, uh, we consider the uh, economy of the coin Maybe Alex can add something.
4: Yeah, Oleg like, nicely describes, uh, if you would like to add the, any new DNS records, so you should pay uh, in somehow. And uh, it's much, much easier to build like the separate small economy because you can just adjust the economy for a local rule set. It's very hard to just accept the Bitcoin payment for Amercoin DNS records. And it also became very dependent from the different projects, from the different blockchain, from the integration. It's very hard to do. The Emmercoin just doing very simple thing, so it's supporting the services and just you need to pay like in local coins, just to support or perform the local operations. If you'd like just to publish the DNS record, so you need to pay in the local Emmercoin coins. It's much easier to control from Emmercoin side of the project, and it's much easier to build the system and realize what the dependence. So. The Emmercoin has also a very nice feature, what I really like. So it's called NVS. So it's name value storage. You can store almost 20 kilobytes of the data, just like key and value storage in the blockchain. And you're paying for storing the information in blockchain. If you're doing absolutely the same work, like using the Bitcoin, like people are performing the graffiti or They are storing their PGP keys. They practically overload the system because they are encoding the information into the financial transactions. In Emercoin, it's just a native. You're just paying to add the new record in the blockchain just to support the name, uh, uh, like just to support the uh, Emercoin infrastructure. So, all the services, all the operations, they require like small payment in the coins. And if you're performing some of the blockchain uh, transactions, like publishing PDNs, they will stay in the blockchain forever. You're just paying once, performing one changes, and you can use and access data forever until the AMR coin exists. But you was absolutely right and you said. The Amercoin right now are filling the really space for technical services, what the most people are using. And the DNS is one of the basic services. The another one service is voice over IP communication. So the Amercoin realizing the Yenum services, maybe you're not quite familiar about the Yenum, but the most of the people are building their own separate service just to support the voice over IP number uh, to IP mapping. And the Emercoin providing this solid platform, you're just installing the Emercoin full node, and you can easily access a lot of the services. The Emmercoin is very lightweight. It has restful IPI service. You can easily perform very simple operations like DNS or new records adding, and then most of the people starting to write ro- their own project, business services. Instead of building their own blockchain, what is very complex uh, task, and you also need to support the blockchain, you can just take the existing the blockchain like Emercoin. The people supporting it, there is a team who are already developing the Emercoin. The Bit4 is also looking for a long time over the Emercoin team how successful they are. Are they capable to perform the changes? When they all like initially said what they are performing, like multiple sources, I was really looking, are the team are capable really to build all the solution? Are they really capable to build it in a secure way? And after time, we realized, yes, they are they, they right now they even expanding the team. They need more people to develop the project more faster. So, but it's became a very interesting product. So they they also using the Emercoin internally.
1: So,
3: um, uh, this 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 next question is probably good. I don't know either one of you guys can can tackle it, and I'm curious about the partnership. Um, that you guys did with the blockchain trust accelerator it seems like uh, you guys are doing more
0: Hold on focused hold more on D. Just- D. your your audio is coming in terribly you need to hang up and come back and try that question again okay we'll cut this out of the of the interview that's not that's not publishable <laughs> let's see I'll, I'll mark the time so we can cut that out of the actual um, production
4: If you have any other questions, you can just ask right now.
0: Yeah. Oh, he said he he can't he can't fix it, so we'll just go ahead and wrap it up. Uh yeah, I I, I like where this is going. Um I'm very curious as to um what's the best way to dig dive dip, to dive deeper into what um is doing, the Bit connection to Immercoin and, and why you support it the way you do. Like where can we reach you? Where can we go to find more information?
4: So, uh, I think you definitely need to check the website of the Emmercoin. Right now, we did redesigning a lot of the things uh, inside the Emmercoin. Also, redesigning the website and redesigning the documentation. Uh, Also, rewriting the documentation because some of the features are realized, but they are not properly described. Uh, You can also check the... Uh, media. Uh, it was published. I think it was published by Oleg Shumilov. Oleg, oh. uh, results of two
5: thousand seventeen. Uh, results of uh, two thousand seventeen. Uh, yes, I can find this uh, uh, online on the ma- ma- medium. I'm uh, do, do you need the result result right now?
4: Uh, I I think you can send it for for. Uh, Guys, because they maybe can use lately just to publish and describe how it's working. The website also describing like the basic services what Emercoin providing, but the article was providing also very nice summary how the other teams are looking uh, for, for a solution and they find the Emercoin and they just use it. Uh, for example, Vincheck right now is going for ICO, they design uh, the system, what is checking uh, the eventuals, just regular cars, by their serial numbers in the blockchain. And they're using the coin like a base blockchain, and they build their own solution on top of the coin There is also a railroad project. They're also using the coin for uh car tracking on the railroad. It's also quite interesting. And there is a lot of other different projects. They came in one by one and they they just using the aimer coin because they find the some features are useful. I'm really surprised what the a lot of people when I was asking did you heard about the aimer coin they said yeah yeah so like three years ago, two years ago we was checking But uh, the most of the points, uh, what what I get from them, so they they know what the Emmercoin exists like a product, uh, but they doesn't follow what really Emmercoin did during the last three years. And it's really a lot. So the Emmercoin add a lot of services. They also write a lot of documentation because it's also require a lot of time. There is not a lot of people who can do this work. So sometimes they are not performing like code changes just because they have limited resources and they are just writing the documentation. So, and Oleg can correct me on this side. So, also, Bitfury performing a lot of different events and startup acceleration, uh, uh, like events uh, looking for the Interesting projects. Uh, Bitfury also leading the uh, blockchain summit on the Necker Island on Richard Branson Island. Mm-hmm. They also have blockchain global consortium. They create a lot of interesting like directions, uh, which just propagate the idea about the blockchain. Just help to connect people and find what. Interesting problem blockchain can solve. Bit4E also support like just propagation of idea what blockchain is, what kind of resources it can provide, how it's working. It's also help people understand what is blockchain is, what the Bitcoin is, and the Emercoin. So then it, then they take the Emercoin on board. So we just became the part of all of this. It's very simple. We, we help them to find the connection. We just also provide the uh, information about the Emercoin for our customers. Uh, we supporting Ernest Young uh, on the product development. Uh, we signed huge contract and all the customers from Ernest Young who are interested in blockchain solution. They came in for Bitfree software just describing them what they has, and they choosing and asking us how they can use that product. The Emercoin and Exonom, If you heard about Exonom, it's also built for a project. So the Exonomy is a framework. It's allowed to build uh, your own solution on the blockchain, and it's practically working like very massive framework for enterprise level solution. It can help you to build the bridges between different blockchains. You can use the Ethereum, Bitcoin, Emmercoin, Litecoin, whatever uh, blockchain it has. Or you can build your own blockchain and all solutions, what they are solving, what they delivering like final projects for our customers, they publishing them like a part of the Exxonum. You also mentioned before uh, Georgian Land type Registry. So the Georgian land title registry exactly using the Exxonum. We solve the customer case for land title registry and you can find absolutely the same code on the Exxonum. It's open source, fully available. And if anyone would like to build a similar land title registry project, they can use Exonom. Or if they need like commercial support, like a series customers, they have team who are developing the additional solutions on the exonom and expanding the product. And they can just customize and provide them a solution. Right now, the Emercoin also participating for uh, Asia Roadshow. Uh, it was happening in Hong Kong, in Japan, in Dubai. So we presenting our own products. We were talking about the blockchain, about the blockchain solutions. And they also take the Emmer coin and present the Emmer coin for end customers.
2: Okay, great. That's a good piece of information. Uh, and we have the, the Medium link where we will direct people to find even more information. Uh, the last question we have that we ask everybody is, uh, in 10 words or less, can you describe blockchain? And either of you can take that
4: one. Or both. Or both. Sue? So- Then people quite often ask me about the blockchain. So uh, my answer right now, so it changes during the time, but my my answer right now, so the blockchain is just about the efficiency, just the tool which allow you to optimize and more efficiently solve the problem. It's removing like uh, middlemen's. Mediatory, it doesn't require any administrative resource. Uh, it's providing you the uh, shareable platform. Uh it can be public available or private. Uh, it's immutable ledger, it can be used like a financial system.
1: 30 words 30 words.
4: It can be asset management system. There
1: we go.
5: Okay. Uh, Alex said uh, how blockchain can be used, and uh, by my view, as uh, what is blockchain? Blockchain is breach of trust in the trustless environment. It's again, yeah. blockchain is breach of trust in the trustless environment.
0: I like that. I like that a lot. It's that's probably one of my favorite definitions, actually, that we have heard in the you know, two hundred episodes we've had is 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 this the simple idea, the most basic simplest idea of what a blockchain is supposed to provide so thank you All both right. for coming on the show and right. uh i look forward to kind of seeing both the the, the kind of progress of of bitfury and, and y'all's continuation of growth and, and uh Amercoin and how utility grows with technology technological services because i build systems in these using this technology and finding more solutions to help me solve problems better is always interesting to me.
4: Thank you, also. And okay, so next okay. time, we should talk else about the lighting. So I'll think... The oh, that's, also, that's, that's, else that's a
0: whole nother show.
4: <laughs> it will change a lot of things. I so
0: agree, agree. Like completely.
4: Thank you, James, for your time.
0: Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank we'll be talking soon. Thank you. Thanks, thank like. bye.
2: Hey everybody, we have a lot of uh, awesome sponsors that we're going to tell you about. Support for today's show comes from bookmaker.eu, uh, it's March Madness time. Bookmaker is a premier sports book service in the U.S. for over 30 years, provides all your sports betting needs, so they're they're taking all of those years of experience and they're pivoting the crypto, hence why you're hearing about them. So you can make your college basketball picks with Bitcoin today at bookmaker.eu slash Bitcoin podcast. That's right, we got our own URL, so you can rest assured. Dear listeners, depositing with Bitcoin is fast, easy, and simple, and over 90% of bettors use Bitcoin to fund their bookmaker accounts and receive their winnings. They offer live in-progress betting on every major sporting event, which allows you to wage on the game uninterrupted from tip-off until final whistle. Visit bookmaker.eu slash podcast today. Sign up and claim your exclusive 100% welcome bonus. That's up to $300, people bookmaker.eu slash Bitcoin podcast to claim that 100% welcome bonus when you make your first deposit in either Bitcoin or fiat. This episode is also supported by Horizon Communications. Countries around the world have been plagued with below-par internet and telecommunication services. D actually interviewed them, and we're going to see an announcement pretty soon, so you can hear even more. Um, but the reason why that those plagues are happening is due to aging equipment. Expensive to install infrastructure and national disasters horizon has announced the launch of the pre-sale the company plans to first roll out high-speed internet and cellular service in the caribbean and central america and the token generation event issues the horizon token and they see a potential of 125 million us after the first four years of operation so that's a pretty big deal Uh, so you, you know you get a number of benefits you know you pay for services with the token you get access to enterprise level services and support and a quarterly dividend paid in ethereum so this was conceived by a veteran information technologist, D interviewed him, his name is Gilbert Darrell, and uh, the rest of the team is pretty strong as well. So uh, 10 million tokens are available for the sale, and a discount of up to 60%, so p- to participate, interested investors are encouraged to visit the official website at horizon.com.co. And this episode is brought to you also by Trade.io, a next generation blockchain that based financial exchange. We here at the podcast only promote the most valid of projects, and let's tell you, the board and advisory team at Trade.io comprise of high-level executives and professionals from the worlds of Wall Street, banking, and blockchain. Trade.io thanks its loyal participants for contributing over $31 million for its ICO, the crypto community. have asked them for an industry-leading crypto exchange made by crypto traders for crypto traders. No more waiting for account verification. No more interruptions of services during peak trading times. No more frustrating interfaces. Partner with some of the most highly reputable organizations and exchanges in blockchain. Their team promises a fast, efficient, and safe experience buying and selling cryptos on their exchange. You can be the first to experience it by signing up to trade.io slash sign up. Join the trading revolution. And last but not least, MyCrypto.com. MyCrypto is an open-source client-side tool for generating Ether wallets, handling ERC-20 tokens, interacting with Ethereum blockchain more easily. You can send a support ticket to support at MyCrypto.com if you have any questions. Since 2015, they're focused on building awesome products that put the power in people's hands. Visit MyCrypto.com, or you can follow them on Twitter at MyCrypto. How was that, D? It's a lot of ads. Yeah, when you smash them all together. But guess what? We're also, uh, we got some dates that we're going to be at. D and his block edge cohorts are going to be at the Draper University Blockchain Intensive Boot Camp. And we're finding there's a huge audience interested in cryptocurrencies, but those people find it hard to invest in. And for that, CoinSeed.co, DraperUniversity.com. We're also going to be Blockchain National Conference an event organized by a bunch of journalists, Damon John from Shark Tank, John McAfee. Uh, That's April 25th through the 26th at bcnation.com slash home. Anything you want to add? I got nothing. Thank you guys Uh, for listening. Thanks so much. This is a good episode. We got uh, Trek from Trek Consulting and Taylor from My Crypto. As always, find us at the BTC Podcast on Twitter. And join our Slack.